Hi, and welcome to episode 221 of the Dinner Sisters podcast. We're two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working right outside Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family here in Atlanta, Georgia. Love dinner time. Can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. And our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So this week is one of those special episodes that we're throwing into our seasons now, which is a deep dive. We're going to dig into the archives for some soup recipes we loved, talk about some new recipes we're making, and other fun soup topics. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that sentence and thought, I mean, yeah, that's fun, fun soup topics. We'll go with it. It's wild over here. (laughs) We will have all these recipes, tips, the smorgasbord, and the shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. All right, Kate. So this week's recipes, we kind of went back and forth and thought, what were our favorite soups Mm. we have made Mm -hmm. since starting in 2018? That would fit in an episode. That would fit in an episode, right? So we had to cut some ones we loved. Yeah, because you keep going and going and going because you realize you've made so many recipes. Mm -hmm. But the ones that really stood out to us here were the fish stew, the blueberry soup, Mm -hmm. the caldo verde, the slow cooker tortellini, and the Italian vegan root vegetable soup. And if you're like trying to jot all those down quickly, not to worry. We're going to go (laughs) over each one and I give you the recipe notes and where to find them and what we thought. Yeah, I mean, the reason why it took us, Betsy, so long to figure out what our favorite soups were is this is counting this one. This is our fourth episode about soup. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Right? I think that's the right number of episodes, frankly. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I think there's nothing better to eat when it's cold outside or really any other time of year. It's that comfort food when we're under the weather or you just need a little something for lunch. I mean, I just can't think of a time that I don't want soup. So especially the middle of February, man. Ah, it's a brutal month. Brutal month. We were on a text earlier today with our mom and I was saying, oh, it's kind of warming up, but it's not quite out of winter yet. And she was like, Betsy, it's the middle of winter still. (laughs) You know, not in Atlanta. Real mad at that one. (laughs) (laughs) It was negative 25 degrees in Wisconsin this morning or something. So a lot like this is my favorite time of year to make soups because sometimes I'm looking to lighten things up a little bit, too. You know, you're like, mm-hmm. I love like the meat roasts and the heavy lasagnas and the fall and the winter and the holidays. And now I'm just like, oh, man, I, I would like some. Yeah. And I like something that's warm, warming, but maybe a little bit on the lighter side. And soups really fit that bill for me. Yeah. Okay, so let's kick it off. I think this is our most surprising soup in terms of like dark horse entry, which was the Moroccan fish stew from episode 97, Mm -hmm. which actually, Betsy, episode 97 was about stews, which I did not count in the four episodes. So technically, if you include stews with soups, this is our fifth one. Mm, Love it. Love that for us. Okay. In any case, so the Moroccan fish stew, stew is super quick. It's braised fish, white fish, like a, a cod or a ha- ha- haddock, um, chickpeas, garlic, ginger, and turmeric. It comes together so quickly. We were skeptical, honestly. You were like a Moroccan mm-hmm. fish mm-hmm. stew, Kate. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. This was so good. 
I remember when we were preparing for this episode, I was seriously considering being like, I just, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. <laughs> Feeling crabby. I don't want to make that soup. I just... <laughs> and instead, I actually did make it. And if you go back and listen to episode 97, mm. or if you've heard it already, you know that we were like astonished at how good yeah. this soup is because it is so simple to make. And so I just use tilapia when I make this usually, mm. unless I have some other white fish, but that's just what I kind of keep in my freezer. Yeah. So I wouldn't hesitate going, you know, doing the soup with that. And the other note here is don't over stir it. So yeah. like once you put your fish in, you just kind of don't don't like stir it up hard with the fish in there because it'll just fall apart. So right. yeah, I mean it was so satisfying. Oh, and one of those recipes we so just good. could not stop talking about. I like want to make it for dinner now. Love that one. I know. I think I'm going to make it this week. Now that we're reviewing this, I'm oh, thinking you totally should. Yeah, I'm pretty pantry pantry ready on this, and um, <laughs> yeah, I could just go for it. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Kate, what is our next soup we're going to talk about? The next one is from episode 202, which is actually a cold soup recipe, but it can also be made warm, which is the blueberry soup. Mm -hmm. This is a real basic one. It was blueberries, water, sugar, Mm -hmm. buzz it up, there's your soup. And it's like a Swedish soup. And I remember Mm -hmm. when we first did this in the cold soups episode over the summer it they said it, it was for warming up after cross-country skiing if you serve it uh warm in the winter and we said oh we need a reminder to make this uh in the winter so here it is folks here's your winter reminder to go back and make the blueberry soup if you thought that this summer and you're still thinking about it yeah let's make it in excellent February. with frozen blueberries excellent yeah, that's a good point, too. Make, use the frozen blueberries right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one was that we talked about was the caldo verde, which is a Portuguese mm. kale and potato soup with sausage from episode 44. <laughs> so I have a dear, dear friend who happens to be Portuguese, and this created a mini scandal between the two of us. Because I think, Betsy, you made this with kielbasa the first time, and she almost fell over. Yeah, because you're supposed to do little chorizo coins in it. Right. So it's like finely ribboned kale, and it's just mm. massive amounts of kale. Yeah. And th- this kind of light potato soup, and then these little chorizo coins in there, right? So they're like smoky right. and sausagey, and it's delicious. And I mean, I don't, I usually have kielbasa. I don't usually have chorizo. And I'll tell you, Kate, every time I've made it since, I just use kielbasa. And I actually have some kielbasa in my, in my freezer right now, and I'm going to use it to make this soup. So love that. Yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah, but it is once. I mean, it takes so much kale, and my family will all eat it. It's bright green. Mm-hmm. It's just delicious, and you feel like you're really getting a lot of greens in. It's a real pick me up soup. I find like you yeah. make yourself a bowl of that, and you feel like, oh, I got a lot of good veggies, but it still tasted delicious and kind of hearty. I know that our friends um, Tyler and Emma also enjoy the caldo verde mm-hmm. soup and so they sent me a couple pictures of it i think they just made it recently who have done a pro tip on here um so yeah this is a hit and if you if kale and potato sounds good to you which it should you should make this soup yeah yeah okay betsy you had two recipes that um you mentioned that i wanted you to talk about the first one mm-hmm. is what so the first one is a slow cooker tortellini and that one is from episode 44 it's got beans pasta parmesan cheese and you know our mom has made this several Mm -hmm. times 
And you know, if she's making it, it is like easy because yeah. after cooking for four kids for 30 years, she does not yeah, like a hard kinda, recipe she's anymore. Over it. She's Fair. Done. Uh, and so Fair. <laughs> I can tell if she makes something from the podcast, I'm like, oh, this is easy and a crowd pleaser if mom decided to tackle it. Yeah. Uh, and she really loves this recipe. So that's great. I know she's made it several times. And I have made it several times, too. And I had sort of forgotten it. It fell off my radar. So I was happy that we were doing this episode because I thought, oh, that's another one I want to pull out again. And it's just your classic kind of... Um, you know, Italian. Kind of like a minestrone style soup yeah. with tortellini in it. It's delicious. Yeah. I love it's chock full of veggies. And I think the mm-hmm. beans are a really nice addition um, to yeah. the tortellini. Kind of adds a little bit of protein, a little bit of fiber in there to kind of make it a f- more filling meal. Yeah, this is a good one. And and back in the archives, episode 44. So mm-hmm. it's a good one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Betsy, what's your second one? My second one is the Creamy Vegan Italian Root Vegetable Soup in episode 84. This is the New York Times cooking one. And I have made this one so many times, Kate. Same. Same. I just made it. I made it twice already this winter, actually. (laughs) It's basically like take all sorts of root vegetables. If you've got it, celery, which is celery root, turnips, potatoes, um, Mm -hmm. uh, rutabaga, anything kind of in that genre yep. you cook with a bunch of onions mm-hmm. and stock and then you blend it up oh my gosh and it's so delicious it has all of those it's so much more flavorful with the mm. combination of root vegetables mm-hmm. i think i underestimated how much more flavor that would bring to a soup versus a potato soup yeah because it just and then you blend it up and there's no dairy in it but it feels like there's dairy in it mm-hmm. it's just surprisingly light and satisfying so it's an instant pot recipe so that's also nice if it's you know a little bit more of a last minute uh weeknight project you could yeah easily get yourself some soup going in the instant pot you can really throw anything in there too i as we mm-hmm. know have this fresh harvest ba- ba- um, box which i love right mm-hmm. but yep. sometimes i forget to customize it and then i get a lot of radishes and you can add, which... You're like, look at this sucker who didn't customize this week. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, who did that? Oh, it was me. <laughs> Thanks, past self. Uh, if you have a lot of radishes, you can throw some of your radishes in there and it just kind of like all melds together and just kind of adds a different flavor to it. So, oh, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I okay. wouldn't like make it get radishes for this, but if you yeah. happen to have radishes, it's not a big one. Throw a couple in there. Yeah. Okay. Let's wrap it up. What of everything... Mm-hmm. What was your favorite? So this was a tough one for me because I do use that Italian root vegetable soup a lot. Mm-hmm. I have, But I think the real – of all of the Dinner Sisters recipes, there are a few that really stand out to me. Mm-hmm. And of all the soup recipes, that Moroccan fish stew is definitely yeah. the one. Yeah, because I had another one picked. Because I was going mm-hmm. with the Italian root vegetable because it's such a standby for me. But mm-hmm. I feel like this, the fish stew – I'm going I'm to say it's a tie for me because it's my podcast mm. and I can do what I want. Okay. So I'm going to yeah. say root yeah, vegetable sure. and fish stew <laughs> for like different reasons. Fish stew because, my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> but the yeah. root vegetable one because I've really made it a lot. It's such a workhorse. So yeah, it's still good. Well, if any mm. of these recipes sound good to you, we have all the links to them in our show notes at dinnersisters.com. We'll also talk about any te- tips or techniques we discussed 
And if you'd like to chat more with us, you can always join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Put that in the Facebook search and you'll find us there. All right, Kate, in the smorgasbord today, we are going to talk about soup a little more. Yeah, these are the fun soup topics. Remember mm. I said we'd have fun soup topics? Oh, sure. Sure. That was not the – that those weren't <laughs> – <laughs> don't worry, guys. That was a warm-up. Here we go. <laughs> Right. That's just a warm up on fun soup. Now we're going to have <laughs> soup related topics. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to just plug an interview we did a while ago that you did with mm-hmm. Andrew Wynn, mm-hmm. who is yeah. a fantastic expert on pho, the Vietnamese yeah. noodle soup. Yes. We did interview her for her um, Vietnamese Any Day cookbook, mm-hmm. which remains one of my favorite cookbooks that I use a lot in the kitchen. And she has a pho book that is just only about pho, and it's yeah one of the best books on the topic. It's widely, you know, highly regarded, widely used. Uh, and we will link to her website in the show notes because she also has a lot of recipes available on her website. And it's really one of those long-running, deep well of information mm-hmm. um, food she, sites. So she that's is great. such an expert. Such an expert. Her recipes are impeccable. Like, there's never mm-hmm. anything you can say about them. And if you're a person who likes pho, making the broth and having that in your freezer mm-hmm. is, like, the next level of life. Yeah. I am not yeah. on that next level, but I feel like people should do that somewhere. And making pho is... Oh, I was just talking to a friend about this. We were on a hike. <laughs> mm-hmm. She made some pho for dinner tonight, and she was like, it's just one of those comfort foods that's filling... But you've got all those veggies and herbs in yeah. there, too. Yep. But those beautiful, like, the way that, like, all those spices make the um, stock smell. Mm. Mm-hmm. So Which good. It's really nice. Yeah. yeah. So we'll post the um, the link to her interview as well as her website. So you, if you're into pho and you want some really good tips, she is the person to talk to for sure. All right, Kate. What do we have up next here for Fun Soup Topics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to let you live this down. <laughs> okay. A debate. Do you uh-huh. prefer the instant pot or a big pot for making soup? Oh, I, I'll tell you, my instant pot lives on top of my fridge. And mm. so I have to be like kind of motivated to go get the step stool and pull it down. So more often than not, if I'm making soup, I will go with my big pot. How about oh. you? Okay. Uh, I am 50-50. I think if it's a soup with beans in it, believe mm-hmm. it or not, I have a hard time cooking beans in the Instant Pot. I'm sure someone's going to come after me for this. Mm. Instant mm. Pot beans are supposed to be the best thing. Like, oh my gosh, this changes your life. I can't get them to cook evenly yeah. in an Instant yeah. Pot. So I like a big pot for soup or beans. But for that Italian root vegetable soup, anything yep. that's going to be blended... Mm-hmm. Or anything that'll be shredded. So like a chicken tortilla soup, love in the Instant Pot, right? Because that okay. chicken just shreds right down. Um, if you're making kongi, Instant Pot, for sure. Um, yeah. Because you just set it and forget it. So I'm kind of like, I, I know I set this up as a debate, <laughs> but I think but, it's like, it's definitely for But are you, oh, I was going to say, are you telling me there's no debate in your right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe debate was too big of a word. Maybe it's just a discussion. How about a discussion? I'll change I like the that. thing. Well, and I'll tell you, I have been making, uh, I have been using my slow cooker more recently. Oh, and so, okay. 
And that has been really nice. And so I have been looking more for like a slow cooker soup or a slow cooker recipe. And there are some Mm. really great ones. However, you have to be careful because I tried to make a slow cooker sweet potato beef stew the other day, a couple Mm. weeks ago. Okay. And it turned into like an overcooked mush. Oh, you know when that happens yeah, in the slow cooker and all I of a do. sudden it's just everything has gone po- past went, the point of it return. It went too far. Went too far. Yeah. Diminishing returns in the slow cooker. You got to catch it. And I – the recipe was not great. Thankfully, it was not for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but I was regretting just doing my old Googling, which I usually don't do anymore because I have so many good <sighs> recipes now. Let's see. And I made a whole thing of slow cooker stew that just went to mush. So that was what gross. A bummer. Um, it was a bummer. Okay. So I guess word to the wise there is really make sure that you're using good recipes when you're mm. doing slow cooker mm-hmm. stews and soups. Yeah. Yeah. The irony yeah. of a dinner sister saying that, but it's true. It's yeah. Very true. Yeah. I'm learning my lessons. Happens to the best of us, you know? Happens to the best of us. All right. What's the last fun topic? Okay. Last fun topic is just a real quick one, which is. I have over the course of the years been uh, that I've been making soups and even more soups mm-hmm. for this podcast and even more beans and all those things is that there are all these tricks or ingredients, I should say, that folks, recipe writers use to add umami, that kind of savory, Moorish taste in your mouth um, mm-hmm. to soups and stews. And so if mm-hmm. you're finding that you've got a soup or a stew that feels like it needs to be rounded out more, there are lots mm-hmm. of ingredients that you can add in. That are pretty, you'll have them in your pantry usually sometimes, or you can keep them in your pantry and they'll add a little extra something. So one is soy sauce, mm-hmm. um, all adds that like salty soy flavor to it. So that's always a good choice. A little bit of Worcestershire sauce, especially in beef. If you've got like a beef stew and you're like, oh, I want to round it. Like that's a great one. Um, adding a little scoop of miso at the end um, mm-hmm. is very delicious. Fish sauce, always a good idea. Frankly, yeah, yep. <laughs> I think we. Yep. Think. And the last mm-hmm. one is, is like buying that container of Parmesan rinds, keeping that in mm-hmm. your fridge or freezer and adding that to literally anything you're cooking. I put it in pots of beans. I put it in um, that tortellini soup. I put it in the vegan, veg- the winter vegetable soup mm-hmm. was delicious. Have, I'm like a late to the game on the Parmesan rinds because now I'm just saving mine. Yeah. And. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I should have been doing this much soon. Like, I only really kind of started doing that this year. And wow. Yeah. What a what a life changer. Yeah. And little cook's, cook's treat with a Parmesan rind. If you fish it out and catch it, and there's a little bit of cheese left on the rind, it'll be nice and mm. kind of soft. Get mm. yourself a little cracker. Scrape oh. off the little extra Parmesan. Little cook nice. snack. Yeah, I like that. Like, don't let anyone watch you do it because it's like, why are you like scraping off this weird thing you fished out of the soup? <laughs> but just for a little private moment in the kitchen by yeah. yourself. A little yeah, private I moment. Like it. Little private moment. I like it. Okay, Kate. We got some we, 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 we got buried some weird the lead. news. We got some yeah, we weird, buried the lead. weird weird news. Coming up. What's happening? So we got to take a little, a short break, guys. And we, it was unexpected. It's an exciting project, but it means we both, we can't do both things at once for a couple of weeks here. Right. I want to just like reiterate for our longtime listeners, we are fine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this yeah. is a great a thing. We're super excited. Thing. We just can't talk about it. And I think everyone's going to be thrilled once you know. But until then, um, we're going to be on hiatus. If we have time, which may or may not happen, we'll put up some interviews or biggest hits. We'll do that. Otherwise, we'll see you in six weeks. And we cannot wait to share what this project is once once we can share it. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. But we are, um, yeah, excited. We're very and... excited and cannot wait to tell you more about it when we can. Cool. Yes. Okay, so that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. You can always go to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. And if you've got some dinner ideas, you can send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or Facebook at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. Or you can find us on Patreon and support the show that way. It's how people get to know us and how we keep the show going. Thanks and happy eating. 